thank you for listening to the pod on this Friday. My favorite day of the week, because guess what? Tomorrow is Saturday. Yay! Are you having a wonderful Friday? I hope you are, wherever you are, whatever time it is. I hope you're enjoying your day. I hope you're doing things you like. If you have to be at work, you're not alone. A lot of us have to be at work. A lot of us have the responsibility and want to be held accountable and reliable and want a future and want success and want to be able to retire. want to be able to enjoy our golden years, not behind a desk or working. So that's why you work while you're younger. You uh, find steadiness and you find just an easy pace and you just do it for a while and and that's that and you get to retire and you get to enjoy the rest of your life you can invest some money in wall street uh you know get a great uh financial advisor and truly be able to live your life the way you want to live it i hope you are doing that anyways it's friday and it's always an opportunity for us to recognize our star power recognize that we can do anything we set our minds to and recognize that the time is for us now what are we waiting for? Why aren't you following your dream? Why aren't you doing the thing you said you were going to do in a new year? Maybe let's not make a new year's resolution because typically we fall light on making resolutions. So let's just say we're going to try our best and forget the rest or let's just take it one step at a time. Not just say, oh, I'm going to do this and then forget it. Because like pressuring yourself to do something, that's not cool, right? So the idea should be you're, you're trying to find a way to make it easier on yourself. Anyways, it is Friday and let's get to our favorite part of our conversation. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Now I've talked about education before as far as no media allowed and all the problems with education and teaching and problems with schools and everything that exists in that regard just because I I find that it's very important for us to have these difficult conversations and I'm going to talk to you about it again right now why you might ask because there is an issue with education there is an issue with a lot of things and they do need to be discussed do I think they're going to get fixed overnight no I don't think that do I wish they would get fixed? Yes, I, I do. As someone who is going to have children and is, and is concerned about what they're going to be learning, you're damn right I'm worried about what's going on in education. I've worked in the educational system. Dude, I'm a teacher. Like, it's horrible. The reason I left that industry is because it's horrible. Again, like, they're not creating an environment that is welcoming to children, okay? And they're also not creating an environment that's realistic for children. Like, why aren't we teaching children the correct way in the 21st century these kids need to be prepared for reality like are they going to college like what are their goals kids just can't go to school and decide they want to be a snapchat model a snapchat model is not a real thing if you're going to actually be a model a lot goes into that it's a lifestyle like i know that social media makes everything look a different way than it actually is but i do feel like that's the problem i really really do it's just ridiculous right education is truly insane it's not what it used to be anymore and i don't know if it ever will be what it was before again or i don't know if it was ever really good like the idea of education is to prepare children for whatever's next are the children being prepared what for whatever's next by giving them an iPad 
Is it good when they're in early childhood education to have access to iPads and technology? I mean, I guess yes. Um, having them have the ability to use technology is good. But why aren't kids playing outside? Like, am I aging myself by saying that? Like, it wasn't long ago kids played outside and they went to recess and they did kid things. Now, that's like the past. Like, it's a comparison to like the 1980s or something or like even the 1970s like oh this is happening because everything is evolving but it's everything evolving i don't know i'm concerned about education because they're always claiming that there's an issue with education but then when it comes for them to implement when it times when it comes when time comes for them to implement something that's going to make it easier for children to learn they don't do it which is concerning because why are you on TV saying you want all this money to go to public education? Have you been in a public school? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's not that great, right? It's not. It's just, it's sad. Public education is a nightmare. They don't have enough things for the kids to learn with. And it's just, it's a, a total nightmare. It's a, it's a cluster of a cluster of a mini thing. And not only is it sad, but it's just, it, it feels like it's not going to get fixed with words or a certain amount of money. Like time needs to be invested to make education lucrative. Because if we are preparing kids to go to college, we need to convince them that they're going to be good at something. So they'll want to go to college. If we're convincing them that they want to go into the army, we need to provide things that they have that can help them figure that out as well. If they want to trade, whatever they want to get into, they need to find their their niche. What makes them happy? Every situation is different than another. But, you know, a child's upbringing, who they're surrounded by, having good educators, having a good foundation, having a great environment, being feeling like you're welcomed in and you're cared for is very important especially for a child and I don't know if teachers create that environment because some teachers have opinions and thoughts and they're very they're not really teaching because they want to teach like it's it's about the money for them. another reason I got out of education it's not about the kids I'm not going to tell you that some people aren't excellent at that but what broke my heart with education is that if you really care and you really want to help out children and you really want to make a difference and you really want to do something incredible with teaching and kids and you go into this field to do it it's almost like there's no effect for it which is sad and upsetting, right? It is. It's just like, what's going on? But I'm not saying we can give up on children. I'm not saying that we should give up on education. I'm not saying that other people won't like teaching. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that it's a ficky, fickle thing. Like saying one thing and doing another. Betty DeVos, a complete nightmare. She was in office for I don't know how many years, but she did destroy a lot of things. Uh, picking friends and giving them more money over other money, taking money out of public education. Let's not lie. Public education 
is a nightmare. Also, the other problem with public education is some of these teachers make too much money. Why are they getting all this money? And if you're going to give the teachers all this money, shouldn't there be a requirement after their teachers for a certain amount of years? Like, shouldn't there be? And if there isn't, shouldn't there be questions of the comparison of their education to people that have a master's and have done all these other things as well? Like, because there's a big difference there. Are these kids going to be ready for the future? Are these kids that are four, five, and six right now going into preschool, kindergarten, and first grade actually getting the attention that they deserve? Are these tests that they created, granted, you know, the SATs is important for getting into college, that's great. Are these tests important, like the one where they do the test to figure out what you're going to do with your growth? Is any of that important? Because you can go into one field and decide you hate it and then want to go into something else. I discovered very easily I don't like retail, so never doing that again. I also discovered I don't like teaching. I don't like education because of the things I just said. Like, how's this work? What are we doing? How are we preparing these kids, the youth, for the future? By making them take text, tests and only caring about the numbers for a school or a district or a town. How's that helping the actual kid? Like, how are we actually helping kids that actually need help? Like, how? Like, what are we doing to fix situations that are not working? Why aren't we providing children with the ability to learn more than one language? Why can't kids cope? Why can't kids learn to make video games? Why can't kids learn to do a lot of things? Why does it always just have to be one thing? See what I'm saying? Why? Why can't they learn multiple things? Why can't a kid decide they want to be a doctor or an astronaut or a financial advisor? Why? Why can't they decide they want to be a teacher and then change their mind? Why? Why can't they have the ability to do all those things I just said? Who's stopping them from being any of those things? Some stupid test that I'm pretty sure doesn't work anyway. Like, we really put children through a lot of stuff by saying that they have a disability because they don't learn the same as someone else. We put children through a lot, man. And people don't really... They don't really... Take responsibility for this. Like, sometimes it really affects children as they get older. So these politicians, whether they're Republican, Democratic, or Progressive, or whatever they're saying, even if they're trying to pretend like they're independent, that are claiming that they're doing so much to help children, should be also questioning themselves. How is this going to affect the child as they get older? How is it going to affect them? That's a great question. Is there an answer for that? I guess we're going to have to wait and see, right? Maybe the answer is the start of give a child a chance. Why do some education, some educators act so, like, confined toward a child? It's just, like, devastating. Like, 
why are you acting like that? Why are you talking to the kid that way? Like, what's wrong with you, man? Like, obviously you shouldn't be in this field. Like, this shouldn't be for you. Like, no. Like, more should go into hiring teachers. The desperation, you can smell it from a mile away. Their desperation to find substitute teachers, but they can't find enough of them. Guess what? I got something to tell you about teaching. You are competing with educated people. First of all, to become a teacher in the United States of America, one of the requirements is a master's. How do I know that? I have one. Second of all, you gotta do student teaching and you have to take a bunch of classes and you have to do a lot of things. You really have to dig into education and graduate and do a two-year program with you. Then, they wanna start you at a starting teaching salary. That's an absolute joke. I'm not even gonna go into the numbers on that. Then they have a problem because they don't have enough staffing for substitute teachers. But let me tell you the problem with that. Okay, ready? You ready for the problem with that? There's not enough college graduates that are going to give up an opportunity to make more money faster and do something that's not as complicated. Like, mostly people that are going into education want to be a teacher. Typically, people that are substitute teaching are trying to figure out what they're doing. I'm not saying that if you're substitute teaching, you're not going to end up teaching or becoming a paraprofessional or something in education. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, typically, it's two things. Either you're trying to figure out what you're doing or you're in education. It's that. United States of America going to have an entire group of people that are willing to sabotage their future and their career growth to be a substitute teacher because let's not lie substitute teachers make anywhere from 12 to 14 dollars an hour maybe depending on the state that's not a livable wage it's not do you know how much goes into substitute teaching it's not a cakewalk either. It's really stressful. Yeah, there's that. Is it something that you're gonna wanna do forever? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. It's really not a um, a permanent thing because you can't live stress-free being a teacher, being a substitute teacher. And that's not fair to college graduates. It's also not fair to children that you've created an environment where you gotta hope you get lucky. You gotta hope there's some people that are willing to just put the kids above their own needs. And sometimes people will do it for a certain amount of time, but most of the time, people are gonna realize this shit sucks and they're gonna leave. And and they are, like, they're going to leave. I'm not the only one that's decided, fuck education. I have friends that are like, yeah, I'm over this. Whether it be early childhood education or teaching seventh grade. 
it's not it's not really a field where like it's a welcoming environment it's also not really a field where things you do actually matter to a degree that makes you feel like it's, things are warranted so just be fully aware of that what I just said education in the United States of America is failing and who's going to fix it Miguel and the Department of Education he can't even figure out how to make student loans forgiveness for every American that's struggling for people that are paying taxes that are making 50000 or less he can't do student loan forgiveness Joe Biden won't sign a pen for that freedom for the debt relief that millions of people need they will sign on a dotted line to give a tax credit to some people that don't pay taxes they're fully aware of the fact that there's a problem with education they want to remove the fact that history ever existed Republicans want to do that and do you know what none of them actually care that's the moral of the story. Thanks for tuning in to this Friday version of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Education is doomed in the United States of America. And if they don't act fast, kids aren't going to be able to flourish anymore. They're doomed. Trying to catch up a year and a half to two years on education when half the time it's to school, half the time it's not. And then the the Biden administration trying to make it so kids can only learn at school during another variation of COVID. Like you're making this environment very weird. And whose idea was it to shove everybody together to begin with? Not good. When it comes to education, they don't care. Next part of our conversation, let's jump into something fun people so it's 2022 and a lot of people spend a lot of time on facebook or snapchat or tiktok or instagram looking at things from tiktok and snapchat or twitter talking to robots like we talked about yesterday jim kramer getting mad about stuff on twitter like how do you have time for that like the only reason you should be on these platforms as if it's making your business boom like outside of that stop like granted if you're like a, a in the media and you need the attention and you need followers and things like that you're gonna want to respond to people and seem like a human being because that's gonna make your life better or easier but with all the good things that exist being an entrepreneur or being someone in the spotlight there's all the negative that exists People are going to have opinions. People are going to post their thoughts. People are always going to have something to say. There's another reason I got rid of Facebook because I don't really care about people's opinions. Next, skip. Don't care. Leave me alone. Stop talking to me and get a life. How about that? Just saying. Just saying. Really. I meant everything I just said. I, like others, don't understand why no one is paying attention to the fact that everyone is always on their phone no one is actually talking to each other anymore the world we live in now is a world where you go to a store or you'll go anywhere and they're paying more attention to their phones than their actual customer i've seen them do it in the grocery store i've seen them do it at target i've seen them do it at walmart i mean i can't see people do things like 
when they're delivering things for Amazon, but I'm pretty sure they do it in the car while they're driving. I could just guess that. People are more concerned about social media and how they look in a picture than how they did at that interview. They're more concerned about social media and how many likes they're getting about than their career path. They're more concerned about things that are not going to matter when they get old. No one's thinking about 401ks. No one's thinking about things that are going to matter. Everyone's always chasing something else. What are they chasing? Because it can't be social media because social media isn't a job unless you work for Meta or Twitter or Instagram or Snapchat. Well, I, well Instagram and Meta is like the same, same thing because... Um, What's his name? Uh, Zuckerberg owns both. Um, I mean, unless you're working for the company, like the actual company, that's the only way you're going to make profit from it. Unless you have a platform or you're an entrepreneur or you're a business owner and you need social media, you need likes, you need a way for people to be able to see your products. Because like, like a lot of people want to see what people are doing with the products that you're selling. Especially if you've got a store, you want to post it on Instagram. If you've got a podcast, you want to make yourself a little website. You want to have things, that, uh, trinkets people can buy. You're going to want to be around social media. You're going to want to talk to your followers. You're going to want to be involved in that. You're going to want to do that for those reasons. You're just a normal person. You're not on. You're not doing a podcast. You're not trying to be on serious radio. You're not trying to be a blog vlogger. You're not trying to do any of those things. Then I'd say be careful. Because losing the ability to have an actual conversation with a person and focusing 100% on posting a video is not the answer. Now, I like posting videos. I like having fun. I like being silly. I like having a good time, whether it be with friends or family. I love doing that. But I still also love actually having that conversation with a person. Like, we're moving in a direction where they're starting to implement robots as dogs for the army. They're advertising robots on CNBC. And it's turning into an iRobot Terminator type of a vibe. Things could go wrong. We don't know what's going to happen. But what can I tell you? This is a warning. What can I tell you? Who knows what's next? Like, it's been COVID. We've been in the house for a year, a two, whatever. Some of us haven't been in the house that long. Some of us have. Who knows? Is your job fully remote? Have you not left work? Are they telling you you're not going back to work? A lot of people I know, they are at home. Like, Skip, he's at home. A lot of other people, they're at home too. As time is going by technology might not be what we thought it was and I sort of get irritated when I'm talking to somebody and they're looking at their phone instead of listening to me because they're not hearing anything I'm saying they're focusing on their electronic device in their hands now, see, when I do that to people, they want my undivided attention. So I expect the same respect. Like, I feel like that's slipping away from me. Conversation. 
half the time I just feel like I'm talking to myself. I'm really starting to feel like, should I even bother trying to talk to people anymore? Like, that's why when I'm in the store or I'm shopping or whatever, I just put headphones in my ears and I listen to, you know, podcast or music because, like, I feel like I'm in an environment where I'm doing something that no one is doing anymore. Like, I think we're moving into a new utopia of nothing and I don't think there's any way to stop it I think everyone wants to be comfortable they want things when they want it they don't want to actually talk to anybody they created an environment in stores now where there's self-checkout and you don't even have to go to a register there's like two people on the register two people on the register in the entire store did we ever think we'd see these days I don't know Things are changing at a fast rate. And we're moving in an environment where robots and IT is just going to become normal. And the idea of just people, regular everyday Joes and Janets, are going to become less popular than technology. And there's no saving that. The idea of going up to someone in a store or and seeing something, trying clothes on versus buying everything online. And I'm not saying I don't like e-commerce, right? I'm not saying I don't like digital banking. I'm not saying I don't like being able to see things automatically. I guess the idea of cash is dying. Crypto is growing. Did we think cash was going to last forever? They don't use cash in other countries. It's like... So when people come to the United States, they're probably like, what is this paper? It's true. I guess you can't stop what's coming. But wow. I'm glad I got a glimpse of life. Or I'm glad I grew up. in an environment where talking to your best friend was everything. And I'm sad we're going into an environment where no one's talking to each other anymore. But we can't do nothing about that. So goodbye talking. Hello texting and DMing and no one's got anything to say anymore life. It's all but done, pretty much. Next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that we're going into a new era of, I don't know, Terminator meets iRobot meets the worst is yet to come and everything's going to blow up. So get ready and prepared for the end of the world to happen because climate is very bad and we're in a really bad place and no one's really talking about it. Outside of all that... Let's talk about something fun, right? Let's talk about the prices of these electric cars that I keep seeing these ads for. Now all the propaganda is starting to get on my damn nerves, dude. Are you seeing these commercials? Are you watching TV? Are you getting irritated? Are you seeing these commercials when they're trying to tell you that you should get the electric version of a Honda or you should get the electric version of a Jetta, or you should get an electric version of a Ford, or the fact that they're only building 
vehicles now that are electric? Are you getting tired of getting ads on your phone from a specific place that you get ads from telling you that now they're going to make it easier and they're bringing the price down on electric vehicles? Are you like me where you're tired of seeing advertisements that don't make any sense? Yeah. I'm starting to get irritated about electric vehicles. And I keep having to bring this conversation up like every other week. Like, dude, there's 330 million people in the United States of America. There's people that live in poverty, rural areas. They can't get an electric car. How are you going to put charging stations there? How are you going to put charging stations in a metropolitan I'm not, I can't even talk. In a city, right? In a city full of people like New York City, the biggest city in the United States of America, probably outside of maybe Chicago, California, uh, LA. These cities I'm talking about, Vegas, all these big ass places, right? Where are these charging stations going? Have you seen the homeless people? And I'm not trying to say all homeless people are bad or they're going to have the intention to do something bad. Do you think in this crappy situation we've seen for, I don't know, two years now with COVID, it's a good idea to try to implement something so ridiculous as to say by 2030, you want everyone to have like electric cars and you want to move in this field. Why are you advertising a commercial to me about some vehicle that costs $40,000 and I own my car? So what am I going to do? Cash my car in to buy another one and have some ridiculous payment? Okay, I have a mortgage I have to pay. I have bills I have to pay. I don't own a car payment, but I have to pay car insurance on the car. Am I going to go out of my way now to invest in a car I don't want or need? Because you're advertising to me on a commercial. And I really think they're doing a crappy job with advertisement. Now, I like Nissan. I'm not going to lie that Nissan Aria is very nice. Do I want to pay $42,000 for it? No. So, that's not happening. The other Nissan that they have is not that cute. And if I'm going to get an electric car, it's going to be like the one I drive that's on gas. I drive a Rogue and I love it. Honestly, if I'm going to upgrade, it's probably going to be to a new Nissan Rogue. And not the electric version the gas version it's unaffordable right they're trying to make the car industry like it is in other countries everything is online everything just gets delivered to you well you know what i don't want to implement a charging station in my house like electricity is already expensive enough i don't want that shit there like are you kidding me like, so, so what am I going to do, right? Or I'm a family and I live in an apartment building in New York City. And I live in the Bronx or Brooklyn or Manhattan or Upper Manhattan or in a busy area or Spanish Harlem or Harlem or any area, any borough in the New York, Staten Island, Block Island, whatever. Where are they putting our stuff there? How's this going to work? Have you been to New York in the cold? It's like cold. Like cold, cold. Granted, we don't live that far that far away from New York. Like an hour and a half, right? How are they going to do this? I'm not saying they can't do this, but I'm seriously asking how. Why do you keep advertising all these electric cars, right? 
trying to convince people to get them. I understand what you're doing. I understand. But still, have better options. Like, like I said before, if you want people to get electric cars, have like actually affordable options that make lucrative sense. If I'm going to invest money into it, I want to buy something used that's going to cost me a couple of thousand dollars so I can just do a trade-in. Take my car, give me an electric car that looks the same way as the one I have. It could even be the same year. I want to pay the same car taxes and let's just do a trade-in. Okay, that. It can't be a situation where you're trying to get some exorbitant amount of money out of people that doesn't make any sense. And damn it, if I'm going to spend $40,000 on a car, do you really think it's going to be some electric crappy thing? Dude, no. I want a Range Rover, bro. I want something nice. Like, nice. Like, not that. And I could get a really decent looking Range Rover for 40 k Do I want to spend it on an electric vehicle? No, I don't. What's enticing me to want that? Are we really talking about saving the planet? I'll bring this back to our conversation before. This whole electric thing, it's sad, right? Because I don't feel like it's going to work. Also, why weren't we doing this earlier? Like, it's 2022. Why weren't we thinking about this 10 years ago? Why weren't we thinking about this 20 years ago? Why didn't the last three presidents have this in mind? I'm talking about... And now I have to really think about the president's names because I'm hitting a black wall here. Uh, I'm talking about Trump. I'm talking about Obama. And I'm talking about Bush, right? Uh, Bush and um, Obama both had eight years in office. That's 16 years. Plus Trump, that's 20 years. That is the lifespan of people's lives. Not that far away from 20 years old. So... Being a part of this growth track called life, why didn't they implement something earlier so this wouldn't have happened? Can I tell you why they didn't do that? Because they don't actually care about climate. The idea that they're trying to implement some legislation to try to convince people to get electric cars is stupid. And yes, I am harpering on the fact that I don't understand it because I keep seeing these dumb commercials trying to entice me to buy it. I just want to watch TV, man. Can I stop seeing commercials about electric cars? Can you stop having these weird-ass people come on trying to tell me about climate issues? Can you stop posting things about animals that are dying the animals are going to continue to die because you are all morons that don't pay attention to anything and not enough people don't know about plastic bottles some moron told me that it doesn't matter if i use a plastic bottle anyways i'm just going to pour the water in the plastic bottle i said why don't you get a reusable bottle it doesn't matter anyways but it does you moron that's why i said it you see what I'm saying? I had to literally have a conversation about a plastic water bottle with an idiot. Like, and I know I'm not the only one dealing with this. So where do we go with these electric car commercials? Let's just laugh at them, okay? Let's just laugh. Laugh. Because what homeowner wants to get some dumbass device in their house and pay more for their electric bill? And I know that progressives and Democrats and all these, like, let's save the world people will tell me I'm wrong. 
I don't care what any of you morons are saying. You're not paying my bills. So you can have your opinion about whatever you want, but you're not paying any of my bills. You don't work at my job and you don't pay my salary. So next, it's really convenient for people to have all these opinions and convince you that they're correct. But guess what they don't do? Cover you when the bills come knocking. Your mortgage is due. Your electricity is due too. You need food for your house. And I found a mouse. We're talking about life and we're talking about it right now. See what I'm saying? That's a lot of shit to deal with on a daily basis. That's what young people have to deal with. Mortgage. Food. Car. Work. Career. If you're in school. What part of any of that makes you want to get an electric car? Granted, it it might really be beneficial and it might actually save things, but they're going about this wrong. So, good luck, buddy. None of these commercials are convincing me or a lot of other people to do anything. There's far too many people on my side of this that aren't going to do anything by 2030, but live their lives the way they want to live it. They're not changing anything for these morons with climate, and they don't care. If I can't convince a moron to use a reusable water bottle that might cost five bucks instead of a plastic water bottle, like you can literally just pour water in the other bottle and drink that, then how are you going to convince a bunch of morons to give up their gas-guzzling vehicle for something that they charge like a phone? How? You're not going to. Okay. Next part of our conversation, outside of the fact that Electric cars is not working out. Layers. So when it's cold and the weather starts to really change and it gets like cold, cold, how do you layer up? Isn't that a great question? Like, do you wear a scarf? Do you wear a hat? Do you wear a sweater? Do you wear like a double layered coat? Do you wear a fleece and a coat? Can you just wear a fleece? Do you need to wear two socks? Do you need to wear, like, the undergarments that are, like, layers of that as well? What's really required for the cold cold? Granted, it's cold not like Antarctica cold, but it's still, like, Buffalo, New York cold. How do we deal with this? That's a question, isn't it? How do we deal with these situations where it's freezing and we might not want to wear all these layers because we don't know how we're going to feel. Like granted, if you've got a car, you're getting into the car, and you got to wait for it to warm up. It's been cold here lately and I've had to sit in the car in the morning and wait for it to warm up. So I should probably get up earlier. Like, but dude, like I'm so tired in the morning and I'm just tired all the time. I don't know. I work really hard. I feel like we all work really hard. It's a lot going on with life, bro. It's a lot going on. But we all figure it out. We just get up and keep moving, right? Get up and keep moving. When you get in the car and you have to warm up your car, if you have to clean off the snow, how do you layer up? Do you look at the weather beforehand to know what, how, what the weather is going to be in the morning? Or do you wake up the day and look at the weather and then decide how many layers of things you're going to wear outside of the car? Or if you're going to a bus stop or whatever you're doing or Uber or whatever the other one's called. Like, how do you make those decisions? 
I don't really look at the weather because I don't trust the weather. And I mean, I have the app, but I only look at it if I think it's going to rain or something. Outside of that, for snow or sunshine, I don't really look at it. I leave sunglasses in my car and on my coats, I put gloves in my left hand pocket just in case. So granted, I should probably do a better job of that. And I'm not doing a good job of that at all. But I probably should. Um, I think depending on where you are on the map, if you're in New York, definitely labor up. If you're anywhere near New York, like New England, layer up. Be ready for the cold because the cold, you can get really sick. And it's not really a good time to get sick. Like the flu, all that, bro, with this Omicron crap blowing around. Like, be really safe, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, be careful. Like, layering up is careful so you don't get sick. And I'm not trying to sound like a doctor because I'm not. But, I don't know. Like, maybe wear, like, a fuzzy scarf. Or, I'm not saying turtleneck. But, dress for the weather. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Next part of our conversation. Let's talk about... The housing market, which is insane. Like, trying to buy a house right now is like, oh my God. First of all, the housing market isn't going to go back to whatever it was. And the Fed is about to raise the, the amounts back up. He's about to take the low uh, buy-ins away. So, if you're trying to get a house right now, do it now. Don't wait. I'd say just jump on it ASAP. As soon as possible, get on board trying to get into a house now. Before the rates go back up to whatever they were before, it's a great time to get a lower rate. You want to get a low rate on a house so your mortgage isn't, like, ridiculous, okay? Like, granted, some of these houses aren't worth it, though. Like, I can definitely tell you that looking at houses or condos, some of them are kind of crazy, and some of them are not worth the amount that they're charging. So, knowing that, I'd say... Be careful. I'd also say, be fully aware of what's happening. That's what I say. Um, don't get caught up thinking that something pretty so it's worth the money. It's just like when you go to look at an apartment. You're looking for square footage and what's wrong with it. Especially with a car. And bring somebody to look at the damn house, okay? You need an inspector. You need, get a friend on a weekend day. On a weekend, if you got time, go look at the house with another person. Let them inspect that house and make sure that there's nothing wrong. Before you just are like, I need to buy it. I need to buy it. Make sure it's actually worth it. Like, like sometimes doing your own investigation and getting involved with the uh, realtor is a necessity. Like, seriously. Be careful. Anyways, let's move on to the next part of our conversation watching things netflix has been doing okay hulu there's like nothing on i do like gordon ramsay and watching all the gordon shows they've got a new gordon show on fox i'm really not feeling fox right now they keep trying to come up with these like comedies that aren't funny like i don't know like i'm more of an office kind of a funny person i also like family guy i like humor like that like not like in your face dumb as hell humor even like the impractical jokers but like these shows that they try to come up with on TV are not that great. And they need to do a better job. Like, who is writing these things? Like, directors are horrible when it comes to, like, TV. Which is why I don't watch it. So I don't feel like I'm missing anything. 
Um, yeah. Mm, Amazon, there's nothing there. Still, nothing there. Why? Disney, Boba Fett's pretty good. Um, I don't know how many episodes of that they're going to have. Uh, Skip said Mandalorian's coming back soon. Can't wait to watch that. Praying that there will be a season two of Loki because that was amazing. It was so good. I really liked it. Um, Disney's doing a good job. Yep. Uh, what else is there outside of that? Shutter, but pretty much Shutter is a hit or miss. And there's Paramount Plus, but you should already have that because we talked about the fact that you need to go see Mayor of Kingstown because it's awesome. HBO Max, uh, they've got that movie for uh, Ray Donovan, which just came out that you should probably need to look at. Um, and what else? Um, I don't know. Someone said that they're coming out with another season of Westworld, but I haven't seen any sort of preview for that, but fingers crossed that it comes out. Do you think they're doing reboots of shows that were old because they can't come up with nothing new anymore? I mean, I wish they'd do like another ending of Game of Thrones because I hated the first one, and I want them to do it again. They're not going to do it, but a girl could hope, right? Anyways, um, that's basically it for watching, not watching anything important. I really need to finish Lock and Key, but... I don't know, I'm not feeling this season at all. But I, I'm going to finish it. Uh, hopefully sooner than later. Cobra Kai is pretty entertaining, as always. Oh my god, it's so funny. Johnny is skipped. Like, I'm literally married to the dude that is on the television. It's hilarious. It's just, it's just hilarious. Um, outside of that, when it comes to the food, been messing around with all the devices I've got. I really want to get into making my own quesadillas. I want to start using the pizza stone, and I want to really start making things from scratch. I do like ordering from Park Lane for pizzas, and I love ordering Chinese from Wings. Outside of those two things, those are my main go-tos for food. There's salsa fresca from Mexican, Mexican, and uh, that's basically it, really, outside of, like, McDonald's, which is probably not healthy, and I should probably start eating it, but it's convenient, and it's not highly priced. So... I do need to start eating better. I want to get on a regimen for meal prepping, but I'm just tired of meal prepping. It's far easy for people to tell you, oh, you should do this because it's easy, but they're not doing it for you. So I feel like, how are you giving me advice, but you're not doing it? I don't know. It's just my opinion. Be smart with how you're eating your lunch and your breakfast and do things the correct way. That's all I can say. Anyways, that, my friends, is the end of the pod. Thank you for tuning in, as always, to Born Star, Born Star, Born Star, where you recognize, where you recognize your star, because you're a star, wherever you are. See you on Monday. Bye.